Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Neck Out Podcast. My name is Usika. There is my good friend, Usika. And today we have a special guest, Usika. If you haven't figured it out by now, it's just me today. I wasn't able to get a guest for this week. Uh, It's been busy and also like the gas prices are way too fucking high. So I don't feel (laughs) I don't feel it's right to ask uh, for a special guest to come out here because I live pretty far away. Most of my friends kind of live more in the central Los Angeles, downtown LA area. So um, yeah, I don't think it's fair to ask them to drive out here. Um, So I'm going to try to figure something out where maybe I can go to them and record uh, wherever they're at. And um, yeah, so for now, well, just for probably today, I'll try to get, I'll probably get a guess for this upcoming week. Um, It'll be just me. Uh, But there are some things that I did want to talk about. Uh, First and foremost, uh, if you're listening to my voice and it's deeper, this is not in effect. I'm not trying to deepen my voice on purpose. Um, I went to a little a little friendly get together yesterday and, you know, there's loud music and you kind of start talking kind of loud. You try to talk over the music and uh, I was laughing a lot. I was talking a lot. Uh, It was a lot of fun, by the way. Um, And uh, yeah, so my voice is a little, I guess, hoarse right now. It's a little worn down, Uh, but it's normal. This this always happens anytime I I, you know, I'm talking a lot or talking loudly for an extended period of time. Um, but it was very fun. I had a good time. And um, yeah, so this is my voice. So I apologize if it sounds off-putting more than usual. But anyway, so let, let's let's get right into what um, what's going on. Um, I obviously we didn't have an episode last week. Um, so I do want to address some stuff from the, I guess, two weeks before. <clears throat> um, I wanted to talk about the two things mainly. The Chris Rock slap um, and then the Leah Thomas thing. So just briefly going over each one. Uh, the Chris Rock thing, I think everybody knows. Uh, we, posted, but we posted about it on our Instagram. Um, at Nectar Podcast. Nectar Pod. I don't even know what our Instagram tag is. <laughs> oh, man, I'm a terrible CEO. But uh, anyway, yeah. So we posted a poll and... Um, Actually, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. We posted a poll asking the question, uh, what did you guys think if you thought that Will was wrong or if uh, if if uh, Chris was wrong? And uh, shit, I don't even know if I could pull it up because it was a while ago. Yeah, no. Anyway, most people said that both of them were wrong, actually, which I thought was interesting. I thought more people would have said that uh, Will Smith was wrong. A lot of people did say Will Smith was wrong. I think... Most, the least amount of people thought that uh, Chris Rock was wrong for um, for telling the joke. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so everyone said both of them are wrong, um, which I kind of agree, but mm, I'm leaning more towards the Will Smith part. But anyway, we'll, we'll get into that. And then the second thing I wanted to talk about was the Leah Thomas thing. Um, now, for those of you that aren't really into like the sports world, I mean, this is um, NC. I think NCAA uh, swimming competition. I don't follow swimming. I don't really follow a lot of the college sports. I mean, I barely tune into March Madness. Um, so I'm not like I'm not an advent follower of not only the sport but the um, the NCAA in general, right? But this was such a such a big thing that it just 
you know, everybody started to react to it. And um, essentially, Leah Thomas was originally biologically a male uh, and was swimming for, you know, the, competing in men's competition. And then she tra- he transitioned uh, to a female, to a woman, to right? And then she started to compete in the women's competition. And I guess this, I don't know how many women's competitions she had competed in uh, before this controversy, but she competed in this, I guess, some kind of championship and um, she won first place. And I believe she won by a pretty large margin, a margin that is kind of pretty significant. Um, and so people were outraged and people didn't, you know, were upset that they allowed a transitioned female to go and compete with women being previously a man for about 20, 21 years, I believe. Um, now, let me just let me just be clear right off right off rip. Right. Um, I'm not great with all the like transition female he she terminology um i'm still kind of getting used to it so if i mispronounce something or if i call somebody like oh she used to be a man um i mean it in like a biological sense um because it can it can be a little bit confusing if you're not used to talking that way uh, which which i'm not you know not really involved in in um you know, the LGBTQ uh, community like that. So, and I don't want to, I honestly, obviously don't want to offend people. I don't want to upset them, but I'm speaking from the perspective of somebody who, you know, sees these headlines and goes, oh, this person used to be a biological man and now they're a biological woman. So I apologize if I, you know, stumble over my words sometimes. Um, But uh, yeah, I'm just trying to report, I guess, what, not report, but express what I'm trying to feel, what I feel about certain topics. Um, so, yeah. So let's go over the Chris Rock thing first. Um, okay. Chris Rock, right? He is obviously a comedian. He does comedy for a living. He's an actor. I'm, I think he's a writer, producer, like a, a film, a TV show producer. I'm sure he does a lot of shit. I don't follow Chris Rock's career that closely to know exactly all the things that he does, but I know he's a he's a well-known person. He's a well-known celebrity, well-known comedian, well-respected comedian at that. Um, a lot of people would say he's one of the top comedians, maybe not in the world right now, but um, overall in the history of comedy. Um, so, you know, so this happens at the Oscars and... Uh, Chris Rock makes a joke about uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, which is Will Smith's wife. And uh, he's, he, he says something that I guess most people thought was funny, but including Will Smith, <laughs> who, if you saw the videos, you saw that he laughed initially. And once he realized that Jada, Jada didn't like the joke and she kind of rolled her eyes a little bit. Um, he quickly backtracked and he's like, you know what? I don't like this anymore. And he went up and slapped the shit out of Chris Rock, which I will be honest. I thought was fucking fake. I saw, I didn't see it live. I saw, um, uh, you know, videos on Twitter and and Instagram and all that shit. And I thought this was fake. I honestly thought there is no way this is fucking real. This has to be fucking staged. And then the more time transpired and more information started to come out, the more 
I came to realize, oh, wow, this was fucking real. He really fucking slapped the shit out of Chris Rock on national TV at the Oscars. You know, and um, I mean, I mean, and what a way to stay professional, Chris. Uh, He didn't, you know, he didn't really freak out or anything. He kind of just he did have a little bit of moment of shock, as most people would if you're on the stage at the Oscars and you get slapped by Will Smith. You know, you probably take a few seconds to compose yourself. But um, but he carried on. Right. Okay. so the joke that he made was uh, was again towards uh, Will Smith's wife, right? And she has something called alopecia. And so alopecia is basically a, it's not a disease. It's a condition where you start losing, uh, you start losing a good amount of hair, right? And so for some people, our hair is very, very, very important to us. Um, It's a part of, for a lot of us, it's a part of our identity. Um, You know, a lot of black people, um, consider their hair a part of their identity, you know, the way it forms, the way they can shape it and, you know, dress it up in different ways is directly tied into our, the, into their identity. A lot of, uh, Native Americans, their hair is extremely important to them for their identity. So, you know, this, I'm, I'm sure Jada felt some type of way because, you know, you know, he's commenting about my hair. And if I'm not mistaken, um, Will um Chris Rock did a documentary about uh like black women hair. I didn't read too much into it, so I'm not gonna sit here and try to school you on it. But that that was one of the things that I heard, and I was like, oh yeah, maybe I wouldn't have made that joke <laughs> if I was the dude that made this documentary or or whatever about appreciating hair, right? Um, that's something I probably wouldn't have said. But um, but whatever, right? He he said it and um. And yeah, that that's that's kind of what happened. So um, let me see if I can uh, pull up the video real quick so I can give you guys the audio because it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild, and um, I just want you guys to hear it for yourself. Give me one second. You know who's got the hardest job tonight? Javier Bardem and his wife are both nominated. Now, if she loses, he can't win. So this is Chris Rock presenting right now. Lord, Jada, I love you. GI Jane too. Can't wait to see it. All right. That was a joke. <laughs> it's, that was a that was a nice one. Okay, I'm out here. Uh-oh. Okay, now Will's, Will's walking up to the stage. Bad boys for life. Bam. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. <laughs> the- wow, and that's when everyone's dude. like, oh shit. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I can, oh, okay. That was a... Greatest night in the history of television. Okay. Okay. Now, um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Yo, that shit was so fucking crazy. Looking back at the full video, it's fucking wild, man. Anyway, so as you heard, 
it was a very like mild dig at um at Jada Pinkett Smith, right? Um and you could even hear when when Will, you know, there were moments in the in the in the joke, in not the joke, in the video where the crowd wasn't sure how to react. They didn't start clapping immediately. They didn't laugh immediately. Um, and then when Will said, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth, the crowd reacted like, oh, shit, is he serious? Is this a real thing? And obviously it was a real thing. So let's kind of go back through it. Not, not through the video, but just through how it happened, right? So he's making a joke. He says, by the way, Jada, uh, I'm ready for whatever. I'm, I'm excited for G.I. Jane, right? Now, G.I. Jane is um, it's like a... Not an old, I don't think it's a movie, but is it a movie? It is a movie. It is a movie about, um, let's see, it was directed by Ridley Scott and it starred Demi Moore, Viggo Mortensen, and Anne Bancroft. And so basically, like, the lead character has, um, like, no hair or it has a very, has a very small amount of hair. I'm not exactly sure if the character in the movie has alopecia. Um, but the joke was that, that she looked like G.I. Jane, right? Um, which is a very, kind of an old movie. It came out in 1997. So, you know, obviously for people at the Oscars, they're probably a little bit older. They they know the movie, but for anybody who's new, not, not new, but who's relatively young, you don't know what the fuck he's talking about. So you don't even know the, what it means. But anyway, so he says the joke, and Will Smith laughs initially, as do, you know, a lot of people in the audience. And Jada doesn't laugh. She just kind of like gives like a, like, like almost like a mid, like a mild sigh and then rolls her eyes a little bit. And then that's when Will was like, oh, she, she didn't like that. I, I need to say something. Um, and so he goes up, he slaps the shit out of Chris Rock and he walks back down and Chris is obviously has no idea what the fuck to do. Cause he just got slapped. What the fuck do you do in that moment? What, what are the protocols for that? Is security supposed to run in? That's the other thing. The Oscars didn't know what the fuck to do either because that's never happened before. I, although I will say there was one clip that did emerge out of this where somebody, I think somebody had won a, an award and the person who won, I think was native American and some old white racist dude tried to actually run up on stage to, I don't know, maybe take the microphone away, take her award away, maybe assault her. And security had to actually hold them back. I'm not entirely sure. What the fuck, man? Why is it getting all clippy? I'm not entirely sure. Um, I'm not entirely sure what 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 he was trying to do, but probably wasn't good. <laughs> so that happened, right? And then so so we have this and then my biggest issue with this is that Will Smith reacted that way and then didn't get kicked out because as some of you, as most of you know, you can't just go and slap somebody because of what they said. It's kind of not how it works. Now, I will say that, you know, he can feel however he wants to feel about the joke. He cannot. He doesn't have to like the joke. I'm talking about Will Smith. He doesn't have to like jo- the joke that he that Chris said about his wife. Um, and also, uh, Jada doesn't have to like the joke either. Just because they're at the Oscars and everyone's watching and they're you know they're 
throwing jokes left and right. It doesn't mean you have to like them. You don't have to laugh at it either, but you are at an award ceremony and you just not, you should not react that way. Um, was it now looking in hindsight, was Chris wrong? Mm, he, maybe he shouldn't have said that joke. Obviously hindsight is 2020. Um, the joke itself was not terrible. It wasn't that funny. It wasn't hilarious. It was an okay joke. It was very like off the cuff. It seemed like, uh, most of the time, you know, people will go and read off a mod, like a read off a teleprompter, right? They have their, their, what they're presenting, their monologue or whatever the fuck they have it written out and they just read the tele, the teleprompter. Um, it looked like, no, there might've been a little bit more context that we didn't see in that actual clip, but, um, sometimes a presenter will go up and do, or a comedian will go up and do crowd work. And so crowd work is basically when you're kind of just freestyling. Like you look at people in the audience, you ask them questions, you go, hey, buddy, where are you from? Uh, from Texas. Uh, okay, so you're, you're a redneck or whatever the fuck, you know, like you're kind of freestyling, uh, like making jokes to the crowd while they're there, right? It's very, it's very uh, off the cuff, right? So it seemed like he made this joke as an off the cuff kind of thing. So it probably wasn't planned. And a lot of people were saying, oh, Chris, you should have known that she had alopecia. You can't make fun of her. Well, it's not his job to know that she has alopecia. It's not his job to know that anybody in the audience has some kind of condition or illness or, you know, Um, he's a comedian. You know, like if this was coming from the president or some kind of like CEO of like a charity or something like that you know maybe maybe i'd be like okay yeah you should you definitely should have done that but chris rock is a comedian you're at the oscars where jokes are told all the time um there have been jokes that have been made by other hosts that i think are way more offensive and thus funnier (laughs) i do like the offensive jokes sometimes they're pretty funny um but this wasn't i don't think this was in poor taste to be honest given the context where you're at the Oscars, a lot of comedians at host make jokes. They make jokes about everybody. You know, nobody is off limits unless they decide that they, that they're off. And they, by they, I mean like the, um, the comedians, right? Unless they decide that someone is off limits, everybody's fucking getting it. Um, and that's, that's the world of comedy. That's you make jokes, right? Um, okay. So that was Chris Rock's part, right? So again, I don't, think he was that wrong in hindsight he shouldn't have said it i think i think maybe if he could go back he probably would not have said it although i will say it did help his ticket sales because he's on tour i don't know if he tour on right i don't know if he's on tour right now but he has a tour <laughs> looming and this whole scandal this whole controversy definitely helps sales why because people are gonna want to go see if he talks about it what he says blase blase excuse me um so i don't know maybe he doesn't regret it maybe he says fuck it whatever it happened i'm gonna make the best out of it now let's go to will's part um initially if you see the video will actually laughs and it looks like kind of a gen he's not cracking up and ah damn dog that shit was hilarious he's he, he is you know chuckling he's laughing um because he thought it was funny and then 
he sees that Jada doesn't like the joke. And then he wants to be, you know, Captain, Captain Save My Wife. And so he gets up, he saps the shit out of him, he goes down, he says, and then he, and then Chris Rock starts talking again. And obviously Chris Rock is in shock. Uh, and then Will says, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Which, you know, if he had said that after uh, Chris had made the joke, I think that would have been fine. Uh, even then it might have been much because you're making a scene for no reason, kind of. Um like I'm not saying you're making a scene for no reason, but you you can wait for the go to for the Oscars to go to commercial break, right? And so, so Will reacted the way he did. Um, he slapped the shit out of him. What I don't you know I don't know is why they didn't just kick his ass out. You know the Oscars. I, I thought they had like a zero. I thought any place had a zero tolerance policy for uh, for violence, and that's. That was pretty violent, if you ask me. I mean, yeah, he had an open hat, but that's still assault. No, I think that's battery, actually. I'm not a lawyer, but I know there's a difference between assault and battery. But, um, but yeah, so they don't kick him out. They let him stay. And during that time, he's talking to, I think, Bradley Cooper, Denzel, and, like, Tyler Perry for some reason. So Medea pulled up, like, hello, child. You done slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. And so... He's talking to them. I don't know what the fuck they're really talking about. I guess they're consoling him. And then he wins. Uh, and then he gets presented with the award for best actor, I think, for King Richard, which I did see. And I thought King Richard was a fucking fantastic movie. I think I have not seen some of Will Smith's um, other more serious roles like uh, Pursuit of Happiness. Um, but it was he was extremely, extremely good in this fucking movie. Um, so best actor award, I think well-deserved he won, um, he won the best actor. And then, then a lot of people were like, well, no, you have to take it away now because of what he did. And, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, eh, I don't know if that is also fair because the award was given, was presented to the best actor, not the best actor who slapped somebody. Right. So. And again, this all happened in the same night. So I know the Oscar, the peop, the production managers with the Oscars were like, what the fuck do we do? Like, do we not present him with the award? Because they obviously know who won. So they could be like, well, we can't give him the award because he's he he slapped somebody, you know. But then who do you give the award to? That was who's the winner? Do you have a backup winner? Like. How does that work? You know, and I and again, I'm saying I'm saying this because Oscars have probably never had to deal with this on this scale. Right. Um, prior to the uh, the one of the other guy who tried to get up on stage with uh, when the Native American woman won an award. So everybody is just as confused. Right. They don't know what the fuck to do. They're they're like, do we just leave? Him? And so they left them. They let him they let him accept his fucking award. And uh, people got up and cheered for for him. And then he, the, I think Will said something in his acceptance speech about like, oh, he wants to be a protector for women. And I was like, well, what do you mean protector? Like, but you, your your wife is fully capable of defending herself, right? She's a, she's a independent woman. She has her own thoughts, emotions, and feelings outside of your marriage, Um you know, she is her own person and she can defend herself. And, you know, I actually think what Jada did and 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 
whether I like Jada or not is a different story. Um, there's something going on between her and Will that it's just fucking weird. But, you know, what she did, which was she just kind of rolled her eyes and just ignored it. I thought that was the better reaction. She actually did. I think she took it better than <laughs> than Will did. Clearly, you know, she probably she still didn't like the joke, but, you know, she didn't say anything. She's like, you know, let me just let me just shut up. Let me not sit. Let me not cause a scene. I don't want to make it about me. We're here at the Oscars. Let me just whatever. I'll suck it up. I will talk to this fucker later. Um, so a lot of people didn't like that. Will said that because it implied that women need their husbands or their partners, a boyfriend, whatever, husband, whatever the fuck, um, that women need their partners to stand up for them, that only men can protect them. Right. And that you need to protect them because they need to be protected. And I do think they do need to be protected in some cases. But when it comes to something like that, you know, like if somebody was trying to fight with her and Will didn't step in, I would be like, what the fuck are you doing? Get your ass in there. But it was it was a joke. So I'm like, what do what do you what do you what do you mean protect her? Like from what? The joke the joke already happened. You know, and so I guess you know, it goes back to the whole marriage, like their whole marriage thing where, you know, again, I'm not very involved in their marriage, obviously, but um, they have a, from what we know of an open marriage and, uh, you know, Will gets slammed all the time by a lot of people for, for what they say is putting up with her bullshit because I guess she publicly, she shits on him a lot. A lot of the things that she says and does make him look bad. And everybody's making fun of him. And this man just fucking snapped, you know? And so in a way, I kind of understand why he did that. Because he's like, fuck, man. I'm getting talked about all the fucking time. I'm getting shit on all the time. My wife fucking shits on me. She's pr- probably fucking other guys and blah, blah, blah. And he might be fucking other women, I'm, I'm sure. But whatever, right? You know, like he gets the brunt of it, you know? Um, and so... He uh, he's like, fuck it. I'm slapping the shit out of this guy. I need to I need to look like a man. Right. And so that damn toxic masculinity, man. And so he did what he did. And so now what does this mean? What does this mean for like the future? Does this mean that if anybody doesn't like a joke that they they're going to feel empowered to go and slap the shit out of somebody? You know, what does this mean? What does this mean for comedy? You know, is the Oscars going to be more involved with comedians who who are a part of the show you know are they going to be more restrictive on what they can say are they going to be more involved with their monologues are they going to limit the amount of time that a comedian is on stage you know like what what, what happens and it i don't fucking know we'll find out i guess but it is kind of interesting to see how um the see how people took this because Comedy is a very different ballgame. It's not It's not like what you see on TV when you see a, a comedic show, right? Comedy, it, and, and I'm talking about real comedy. I'm not talking about like, you know, Kevin Hart comedy or um, Gabriel Iglesias comedy. You know, like they're, they're funny. They're funny. Don't get me wrong. But there are a lot of comedians that a lot of you don't know about that are, they say some really fucked up jokes, but they're fucking hilarious. And that's the thing about comedy is that you you don't want to laugh and you know it's funny. And even if the joke is fucked up, and I think sometimes you have to be okay with that. It's just, if something is f- naturally funny to you, if it 
initially makes you laugh, then whatever, then you fucking laugh. It doesn't make you a bad person. Um, so what does this mean for comedy? Like, does it does it mean that now comedians are not going to want to take make jokes like that because of what happened? Are they going to tailor their jokes to be a little bit more family friendly? Now, obviously, it's the Oscars. So they're, you know, the Oscars is supposed to be like this fancy gathering of A-list celebrities and shit. But, you know, with previous hosts like uh, Ricky Gervais is a great example. He shits on everybody. And he he does not hold back whatsoever. Um, You know, but does it but he has also never been slapped. (laughs) So, so, you know, it be, it goes back to that issue where it's like, well, what is going to be the future? Are people going to want to make jokes on a, on a stage like that? You know, at the Oscars, at the, the VMAs, at the fucking, uh, the Grammys, you know, um, it's very strange. It's very strange. I don't know what's going to happen, but that was the whole, that was the whole controversy that we didn't get to talk about as a podcast, or at least I didn't express my my feelings about it. Um, so yeah. Okay. So let's move on. That, that was that. I didn't really cover everything, but I did. I still, still want to move on. So next thing we have is the Leah Thomas thing. Now this was a very touchy subject for a lot of people. Um, so just a quick brief rundown. Leah Thomas used to be, uh, a male, a biological male. And, uh, she transitioned into a female biological well not a biological female because he wasn't born she was not born a a biological female with female see this is what i'm talking about i get i get i get mixed up but leah thomas used to be a guy now leah thomas is a girl is a woman whatever right in basic terms um and so the controversy here is that leah thomas uh competed in as a trans woman in a women's competition and just smoked the hell out of these girls. Like, and this is a swimming competition. Uh, and she just kicked their ass. Uh, so everyone is outraged because they're like, well, why did the NCAA allow this? And I think the NCAA has changed their policy to include if you are, I think the rule is like, you have to do a year of testosterone suppression to your body um to be able to compete you have to take you have to do that for a whole year um and so she did that so by the ncaa standards she was qualified to compete in the women's in um in the women's uh competition so just some backstory uh, leah thomas used to swim for the men's side clearly um, and then transitioned to a woman and then kicked everyone else's ass and people got outraged because Leah clearly has the advantages of a male and competes with women who are probably not as strong or as tall as he is, as she is. She, Leah Thomas measured in at 5'8". That's more than the average female height. Um, I don't know what the average female height is in in NCAA and swimming and in sports like that, but that's a for a woman who's five eight. That's pretty tall. That's pretty tall. That's definitely above average. Um, so there's a clear advantage there because you have a larger wingspan. The taller you are, nine times out of ten, you have a larger wingspan than somebody who's shorter than you. Um, and so. She her, So Leah's last competition for uh, the men's was in 2019. 
So since then, she has taken one year of testosterone suppressing uh, hormones or supplements or whatever the fuck treatment. And, um, you know, since that one year, she's been, I think I'm obviously competing in other competitions. Right. What's interesting is that we're just hearing about this now. So and this is kind of getting kind of a little bit away from the point. But I wonder why, you know, if she had not won, would we still be talking about this? Would people still be outraged? You know, like it has to be kind of, you know, like, well, if you're going to be outraged over the principle, be outraged about it over the principle, not just when they win, you know. Um, So, yeah, people were people were uh, not happy about it. Um, They they were there, there were protests going on, I think, outside the stadium when the event was being held. And so. So, yeah, so. Um. Somebody had made an interesting tweet that I don't necessarily agree with, but I thought it was interesting to bring up. Someone said, Leah Thomas spent 21 years of his life as a man. He started competing against women in swimming this year and became a national champion. Our daughter's sports are not a plan B for failed male athletes. Now, uh, a great tweet if you want to get a lot of retweets, but I'm not sure. I, I don't know if that is realistic. Um Because I'm not sure how many people... Well, first of all, we don't know why. Well, we do know why. (laughs) Leah Thomas is a transitioned female, right? Um, But we don't... I don't think that the sport... I I don't think Leah Thomas not succeeding as a male in the male swimming competitions is the reason why. She's like, I'm just going to go be a female and compete there and kick everyone else's ass. I don't know how many people would do that because I don't know exactly the process, but I know that transitioning from a male to a female is not an easy thing. Biologically, mentally, emotionally, um, physically, it's not, it's not an easy thing. So I don't know how many people would do that just for the sake of winning in a different sport. So that tweet was interesting because I'm like, well, yeah, I, I kind of see it. But then I thought about it. And I'm like, no, wait, that doesn't make sense. How people, people don't do that, you know? Um, and so, okay, so then that happened, right? And so now everyone is like, well, what, what happens now? Like, are we just going to keep letting this happen? Here's, here's my opinion. Here's my take on it. Um, a lot of people were, were for her. And, and mind you, I have nothing against um, the trans community. If you are born a male and you want to be a female, uh, if that's how you feel, then, you know, go go and do it, I guess. You know, live your life. As long, my thing is always, as long as you're not hurting anybody or doing something illegal that could hurt somebody, I don't care what you do. You know, just respect me as a person. I'll respect you as a person, regardless of your uh, reproductive systems. You're still a human being. You still need to eat, poop, sleep, shower, um, have have friends, have relationships, have a career, have a job. Those are things we all have in common. We all share these things. We all share the same fucking earth. We both, all of us got to sleep at some point, turn off the lights, pay our bills, right? And enjoy life, right? So as a human being, I, I respect you 100% of the way. Um but when it comes to sports like like stuff like this, I think it's it's I personally am not in favor of this. And here's why. Um, so Leah Thomas, right, she 
measures about 5'8". We've already talked about the height difference, right? So already, that's already a clear advantage, right? Most women are of, are not of that um, of not are not of that height. Um, I would say, right? I haven't done the research into it. I'm just going based off what society in general tells us about women, right? Most of the most of the women that I see walking on the street, they're not taller than me. They're not probably not taller than five six, and I'm about five eleven, right? So it's just based on personal observations. Um, athletes might be different. But uh, so we know that she's taller than most of the competitors, right? A lot of people argue, hey, well, she took testosterone suppressing treatment, so she's good to go, right? Well, not entirely, because there was a research done that says that um, that testosterone blockers that, you know, that that prevent you from producing more testosterone they only reduce muscle mass by about 5% after one year. That's not a lot. That is not a lot. I mean, if you go into the numbers and you calculate, you know, body mass from her body to the body of other women, I'm sure, you know, you'll see, you'll see differences there, obviously, but that's not a not to take away the full advantages of growing up biologically a male because you're still tall as fuck. You've only lost 5% of your muscle mass. You still have a lot more muscle mass than a woman does. Um, and from what I know, you know, swimmers are not particularly, um, are not particularly st- strong, like buff, right? They're, they're, they're kind of, uh, they have more of a lean, but they have to be a little bit more, um, they have to be a little bit more lean, right? And so I don't know what my point was with bringing that up. I'm sorry. It just came into my head and I'm like, oh, I should say that. <laughs> but um, but so the so the point is that like, yes, you do take testosterone suppressing um suppressing uh treatments, but that doesn't take away the body that you have. You're still five eight. You're still you still have the same wingspan. You've lost a little bit of muscle mass, but you are still probably extremely strong. And so what is the point then? Like, what is your point? You, you, you've reduced your muscle mass by 5%, but you still have all these advantages. And that's still fair? I don't think that's fair. Um, you know, if I, am, if I am watching, let's say if I have a daughter, right? And she goes and she's playing high school varsity soccer. And I see that, that a transitioned uh, w- female, right? Goes and plays and she checks into the game. And she's like five eight, five nine, and you know, pretty lean, pretty muscular, and clearly faster than everybody on the on the field. I'm gonna be pissed because I'm like, well, this is not fair. Because as we know, for the most part, scientifically speaking, men tend to be biological men. Biological men tend to be stronger than biological women. This is not. This is not a. This is not something that's up for debate. This is has been proven time and time again. That's why our bodies look the way that's why our bodies look the way they do. Because of thousands and thousands of years of evolution. And that's it's just how it is. Like, I'm sorry if you don't like it. I'm sorry if you think that's discriminating, but evolution doesn't really care about how you feel. It's just that's just how it is. 
Um, and again, I don't say that to say that men are better than women. I'm just saying from a from a biological standpoint, most men are stronger than women. Um, and so, you know, and there I was listening to this radio show where they were talking about this. And one of the people said, like, oh, this is ridiculous. Like, you guys, like, don't believe in women. Like, I thought you guys were all about equality. We are about equality. But equality in, like, we talk about equality for women against men in, like, the workspace where they're getting paid the same rate that a man does for doing the same job, right? We're talking about equality for considerations for promotions, right? Where if a woman is highly qualified, that she's not overlooked because of her male counterpart who is also qualified, right? That's what we mean when we say equality, that we want women to be at the same level, have the same level of societal privilege that men do, right? We're not talking about sports because sports is not reliant on your it is very much reliant on your physical abilities it's your physical ability and some people cannot control their physical bodies like you're born if you're born to be tall you're going to be tall whether you like it or not if you're born to be short you're going to be short whether you like it or not that's not really something you can change if you want to get a promotion at work and you have a shitty attitude, you can change your shitty attitude to get that promotion. That's something you can change. You can't change your physical body. And so when he said that, I was like, you are a fucking idiot. You have no idea what you're saying. You're trying to pander. You're not making any sense. And that's that does not address the point whatsoever. Right. So. Um, so, yeah, so so that's that's the whole thing. It's like. What what so what does this mean? Like. Is this going to be happening now, you know, all the way? It might be already happening, you know, um, at a, like a high school level, at a middle school level. Um, and it's and this gets into another point where, you know, again, I'm speaking just I'm not trying to be ignorant. I'm not I'm I have a very open mind. If somebody comes in and corrects me, I'm more than willing to to accept that I'm wrong. But me personally the whole transitioning thing from, from male to female or female to male um, is like in younger people is what kind of like trips me out because I'm like, wait a minute. You know, I understand that, you know, kids feel the way they feel. And sometimes a lot, a lot of adults, you know, who have transitioned, they say, yeah, I've felt like this my whole life. It's, um, excuse me. It's, um, it's tricky to, you know, let kids do that from a young age because a lot of kids are very, um, they're still developing, they're still growing, they're not fully mature mentally to know what like some of the consequences, not consequences, but like some of the lifestyle changes that you have to go through to transition. Um, because whether you like it or not, society views you differently, whether you're a male or a female and even a transgendered, even a trans person. Um, so I think that a lot of kids are not, a lot of young kids don't know what that means. You know, how will that affect their life? How will that affect their relationships? And a lot of people will say, oh, well, it doesn't matter as long as you're happy. Yeah, but your idea of happiness as a kid is different than your idea of happiness as an adult. Because you mature, you grow, you, you're, you're, your ideas change, your personality can change, right? Your attitude towards things can change as you get older, you know? And so obviously this person, Leah Thomas, did it when she was, what? think 21 so 
you know, still kind of young, but at that point, you know, you're, you're kind of grown. You you know, you know, you're like, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, this is not me. I don't feel right in this in being this person. Right. So whatever. You know, um, but as a young person, it's like, well, how well do you, you don't even know yourself. You don't even know what you're you might not like. You like pizza right now. You might not like pizza when you're 20, 25, you know, so. My whole thing is like, you know, just wait it out a little bit. Wait it out till you're grown and mature. And if you still want to do it, then do it. You know, it's kind of like that. So people say like, oh, if you want to buy something, just wait a week. And if you still want, if you still want to buy it, then buy it. You know, basically what I'm saying is just like, just, just give it some time. Just give it some time. Okay. Um. So, yeah. So, yeah, those are my thoughts on those two things. Um. You know, there were two big things that happened while we, we, while we were away. Um, and I did want to address them. Um, like I said, I might be wrong about all these things. I'm not saying that I have the perfect take on it. I'm not saying that what I say is correct. But um, these are things that I've observed that that I kind of sat down and thought, well, how do I feel about this? Does this make sense to me? You know, to somebody else who's listening to this, you might think everything I said is a bunch of baloney and that I'm a fucking ignorant and that I'm a fucking um, a transphobic. That's going to be your opinion, man, or women or trans or whatever, whatever you identify yourself as. Um, you know, but it, these are just my opinions. I don't go and I mistreat people based on how they look. You know, if tiger. Sorry, my cat's meow. Um. I don't go and I judge people based on how they look. I judge them on how they treat me, right? And how they act around other people. That's how I judge people, right? Um, and so, again, if you don't like what I said, I'm sorry that you don't like what I said, but these are just my thoughts and my opinions, you know? Um, but, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's all I got for today. Uh, it was just me. Sorry if you got tired of my voice, but... Um, but yeah, these are two things that I really wanted to touch on. And yeah, I think that's about it. I hope everyone's doing well. I know it's fucking, it's been hot this week, this past week. I'm recording this on Sunday. Um, so if you're listening to this on Monday, it was yesterday. So this last week was actually pretty, pretty hot. Um, but it's going to get, it's going to cool down a little bit um, towards the end of the week. So hopefully if you have a pool or a beach nearby, definitely hit up that beach. Because it seems like every year the summer is getting closer and closer into the year. Like earlier and earlier it comes in the year. Um, so yeah, we don't have we do have a pool here, but because of the pandemic, supposedly, we're still not able to use it, but somehow they're able to maintain it. So I don't I don't know. My HOA is fucking dumb. I fucking hate my HOA. I need to we need to leave this place soon. But um Anyway, that's it. That's going to be it for this episode. I appreciate y'all listening. Hope everyone's staying safe. Hope everyone's being well. My name is Usika. You've been listening to the Nectar Podcast. You, I will catch you next time. Peace.